Welcome to Never Stop Building, where we discuss all things business, growth, and leveling up to become the most elite version of yourself. We're here to challenge fear and shatter doubt. Let's dive in. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Stop Building. I'm your host, Sam Kaufman. Very, very, very grateful to be here speaking with you today. Um, man, we're going we're gonna to get into it today. Um, we're going to get into facing fears. We're going to get into talking about what it really takes to be a champion. And I'll share with you, um, we're talking about this today. Uh, you know, I've done some reflecting recently on this past year for myself. I've reflected on some of the winning in business, in marriage, in parenting, in um, coaching my clients and uh, leading people and my health and fitness and all the categories and all the things, right? And I've done some reflection on the winning and I've done some reflection on the losing too. Places that I failed, bad decisions that I made and um, places where I didn't step up to the plate uh, and act like the best version of myself or, or make decisions like the best version of myself, areas where uh, I could have done better, but I wasn't willing to face something that I was afraid of. And so what I want to talk about in this episode, and this one's coming straight from the heart today, so I don't I don't know if this is going to be five minutes or or 30 or 50. We're just going to roll this for whatever whatever happens, but... There is something in in your life right now that you are afraid of, something that you are consciously and probably unconsciously avoiding, something that's causing anxiety in your life, something that's overwhelming you. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's uh, a friend in your life. Maybe it is an area um, that you're struggling. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe you're drinking too much or you're smoking too much weed or you're watching pornography in a way you don't want to, or maybe... It's how you're showing up for your wife or kids, or maybe it's all of it, man. I don't know. But there's something in your life right now that is causing a tremendous amount of anxiety. And I really want to hone in on something very, very, very important here that I don't talk about enough. But just because you've gotten comfortable in your anxiety doesn't mean that it is not causing detrimental results in your life. I'm going to repeat that. Just because you've gotten comfortable in your anxiety doesn't mean it's not causing detrimental results in your life. So what happens is sometimes we just get used to and get comfortable with underperforming. We get used to our addiction. We learn how to adapt to living with the addiction or the problem or the fear or the whatever it is. And I'll share I'll share with you like something my wife and I did that really opened my eyes to some of this. Um, you know, as you know, you know, I coach business owners for a living. I speak and I write and I do this and I help people. I currently um currently the CEO of a multi-million dollar kitchen and bath renovation business. I built that from zero. Um to the multi-million it is now in revenue. We went from upside down net profit margins. We fixed those. 
been through that twice with two different service offerings over the past five years, fix those to hit net profit. Um, my point being, I know what the fuck I'm doing when it comes to managing and leading financial decisions. What historically I've been really, really bad at is not giving a shit about my personal finances, my personal income, my household. Not that I don't care, but it really was this, I always felt so behind on the tracking and the categorization and the the data and the spreadsheets and the this and the that and all the shit. I always spent all my time focusing on the business. Monthly profit and loss statements, balance sheets, income statements, cash flow projections. I, I can I can run a multi-million dollar business from a financial standpoint now in my sleep, having done it for myself, fixed my like like built this entire system. I coach other people on how to do it. But man, for so long, um, I still avoided doing it in my own personal life with my own personal income because I was afraid of the data. I was afraid of what if I am spending irresponsibly? What if I'm doing this? What if I'm doing this? What if I'm... And it's always these what ifs and anxieties and overwhelmness when we don't know the answers to things. And I think one of the healthiest things my wife and I ever did was just recently we decided we were going to run our household as a business. So we were going to set up QuickBooks online. We were going to link everything, categorize everything. We were going to look at our income as total sales as a household and look at our expenses in line item form. And we were going to organize the fuck out of our personal life. If we can do it for a three, four, $5 million company, and we can do it successfully. Imagine what would happen if we did it in our personal lives. And it was like the most relieving, incredible experience. And the work is just just begins when you when you start, right? So it's not like I'm sharing this with you guys from a little bit more of a uh, an open and honest and vulnerable place because a lot of times I like to go through something, figure it out, work through the kinks, then bring it to the table so I can really guide somebody through it. I wanted to share this one a little bit a little bit closer to home, a little bit more raw um, because I got really sick and tired of um, feeling overwhelmed only because I didn't have the data. Like that was the stupidest part about the entire thing was all of the overwhelmness comes from not having the data. Now I have... My wife and I have multiple income forms and investment accounts and expense and all this stuff. And so I'm not saying that everybody listening to this needs to have and pay for some QuickBooks online to, to track and manage their personal finances. The our, our, our home finances have become more complicated over the last 24 months than I really gave it credit for when we picked up additional incomes. There were additional LLCs and businesses. There was additional investment accounts. There, there was a lot more happening and it all happened kind of quick. And it's easy to lose track. You probably don't need all that. If you're struggling with personal finance data and tracking, all you really need is a pen and a piece of paper to get started. You write down your monthly income. You take every bank statement from 2023 and you write down your total income and you write down your total expenses by category. Categories are groceries, um, gas, vehicle maintenance, electricity, water, 
um, you know, subscriptions, uh, streaming services, medications, if you've got prescriptions, professional services, doctor's appointments, lawyers, child support, whatever you're paying, you break these out by category. This is what a profit and loss statement is. It is a categorical breakdown of your income and expenses. If you're married or live with somebody, or if you're on your own, you probably you only have one to two sources of income in your bank account. Again, you don't need a big, fancy, expensive software. You just need a piece of paper. And if you are a little bit more technologically advanced, start making an Excel spreadsheet. You can even do it on a Word document, whatever works for you. The point being, if finances are the thing, the number one very first like this is how this is how we when a business grows three 350% over 12 months and everything gets out from under you how you fix it the very first thing you have to do is collect manage and review the data you cannot make good decisions without good data and that's why i'm sharing this with you because a lot of people would benefit from doing this and the funniest part for me personally is like, I used to do this all the time. I used to, this is exactly how I, I, I legitimately like, now I learned much, much higher level tools and decision-making as the business grew, but I, I literally learned how to run my business finances well in the first five years because I was really good at running my personal finances. I just, I just was, I was good at allocating savings. I was good at not spending here and spending here and What's hilarious to me is like, once we lose track, quote unquote, we become scared. And so if finances is the thing, that's my number one suggestion for you. Take out the statements and start looking at the data. You're not looking at the last five purchases you make, because here's what a lot of people do. They pull up the app. They look at the last dozen purchases they made. They panic. They're like, oh, I got I can't buy that stuff. And they don't actually look at the, the data is over time. We look at total income, total expenses. We look at trends over time. If you're not looking over time and you're looking at a week, two weeks, last month, you're just not giving yourself anywhere near enough information to go on. But every single person listening to this right now has something that they are afraid of, that they know needs their attention, that they are ignoring. This was my thing. This was my thing current. This was my thing right now. My thing was 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 organizing and higher level management of our personal finances. That was my anxiety. That was my I'm ignoring. That was my I'll do it later. That was my that thing that just like gnawed every couple of weeks, every couple of days, every time I thought about it, I felt bad. I was ignoring it. And it was great, as it always is. Every time we go through something like this, it comes out great. Not because the information you get is amazing. There were some spending categories that need to be adjusted just because they're stupid, not this because it's silly. And then there's some income categories that need to be increased. There's some there's some goals in the income goal that we're like, oh, okay. We've got to make some, we got to do some things, bring in some income. We have goals and a vision. The amazing part about seeing that you're failing somewhere in data is that all of a sudden the emotion gets wiped clean of it and you realize you're in control of it. When we do not have the data to make the decisions, we feel completely out of control. We're waiting on the world and the universe to take care of this for us, hoping with our fingers crossed that something is magically going to go over some sort of finish line for us. That's not going to happen. 
and there is something in your life that you are fearful of, scared of, need to fucking take a look at, that you need to look at some, you need to do some digging on. Face your fears and become a champion. You can't do things without walking through fear. And I'm sharing this with you guys because I have walked through so much fear this year. And I need you to do the same thing. The world wants you to be afraid. The media wants you to be afraid. I don't mean to sound like one of those people, but man, I that like I am. I believe that there is an enemy out there that wants you to be scared of your own life. Afraid of your own power, afraid of what would happen if you were in control, that wants to convince you that you're not good enough to be in control of your life, that you're not smart enough, that you're not fast enough, that you're not rich enough, that you're not loving enough, that you're not man enough, that you're not woman enough, that you're not parent enough, husband enough. There is an enemy out there that wants you to believe the lie that you aren't good enough to face your fears. And I am here to tell you that you are far far more powerful in your life than you have any idea. And if you will walk towards these fears head on, your life will change. If you can get honest and open, and that's, I'm saying a lot of words like data and that what it is, is truth. The data shows us the truth. It doesn't matter if it's financial and you can look at numbers or if it's relational and you need to have a hard conversation or if it's personal and you need to look in the mirror and say some things to yourself to get you to make some changes about an addiction or a weight that you don't want to be at or how you look or how you're behaving. It doesn't matter. The point is nothing changes till we know the truth. And the literal battle against that enemy that wants you to believe that you are not good enough, not strong enough, not powerful enough. And now you might have, you might be fucked up. Don't get me wrong. You might have some shit wrong with you. And you probably do. I do too. We all got stuff to work on. But there is an enemy that is telling you a lie and has told you a lie your entire life that you're not enough to be more in your own life. And I am here to tell you the truth that God made you in his image and that you are absolutely Everything you need to be today to be 1% better, not to be 100% better by tomorrow morning, but to be 1% better. You have it in your control and in your power to look for, seek out, and understand the truth about what's going on in your life. Every single thing happening around you, the way you respond to it is in your control. Whether or not you participate it is in your control. Your life is fully within your power, whether you want to believe it or not. It just might require some things of you that scare the shit out of you that you are not feeling like you're prepared to do, but no one feels prepared to face their fears. That's not how this works. I don't know if you've ever seen a hero in a movie, and mind you, you need to be the hero of your story in your life and your journey but the heroes in the movies, they never look ahead at the battle coming towards them and go, I feel fully ready for this. I'm excited and prepared. No, they're bloody and dirty and sweaty, and they're always holding a sword or a weapon, and they take a deep breath, and you can see in the deep breath they know for sure they might not make it out, but they're going to charge forward anyway because that is the power that they have to control that situation. 
You need to be the hero in your own life and take responsibility and understand that you have all the power that you need right now to make long lasting change, but it will, will require a constant seeking and evaluation of truth. And when you receive the truth, you have to accept the truth. Because if you receive the truth and you reject it or deny it or, or, or don't allow it to come through, nothing will change. You are the hero in your story. You are the person that can save you. Stop believing the lie that you can't, that it's too much, that it's too hard, that you don't have enough money, that you are not strong enough, that you are not skinny enough, that you... Stop believing the lie that you cannot achieve the things that you dream about because you can. Now, if you accept that truth and decide that you don't want to go after those things, that's fine. The point of my messaging is never be somebody you don't want to be. It's never be more like me. It's never you need to go after $100,000 a month incomes and fancy cars and big houses and, and cash and businesses. That's not my message. My message is you need to accept the truth that you have believed a lie. You have to accept the truth that you are the hero in your story. You have to accept the truth that what the outcome of your life is, is dependent and determined by you and your decisions, and most importantly, your actions. And you have to accept the truth that you don't have to want anything, but you do have to admit, acknowledge, and accept that if you do not get the things that you want, it is because of you. And if you do get the things that you want, it will be because of you. Now, I have an entire spiritual backing to that. I believe that because of you means because you are equipped by God and prepared by God and strengthened by God and given courage by God. And I'll save that. For another episode, but I feel the need to say it because I have not done any of this on my own. I have been empowered by a power much greater than myself to be able to get through, handle, survive the things I've been through in my life, to continue to make good decisions and have wisdom and strength and knowledge and love in my life. This doesn't come from me. I'm just the vessel. I'm the one given the opportunity to make good decisions and take hard action. But you have that opportunity as well. You need to be the hero in your own story. No one else is coming to save you. No one's coming to do this for you. No one's picking up the chisel for you and building the sculpture that is the perfect life that you want for you and your family. You have to be the hero in your own story. Face your fears. Accept the truth. Stop believing the lies. There's an entire force out there that is desperate for you to believe that you are only destined for what you have right now. It is not true unless you make it true. Be the hero in your own story.